All things are ready. Come to the feast. Come for the table now is spread. Ye
Welcome to our virtual worship service with the congregation here at Heritage. If you're a first-time viewer, we're honored to have you. Our song service this morning will be led by Andrew Leeper, and our spirit-inspired message will be brought to you by our minister, Steve Blackman. Our congregation will be worshiping this Sunday with a heavy heart. We lost one of our dear deacons, our brother, Jody Bowman. Jody served this church in many capacities. He was an elder, a deacon, a Bible school teacher, and served on many different committees here at the church. Jody was a man in the meeting when he spoke, you listened. When he said something, you knew it was right and you could take it to the bank. Jody was a great man and taught me how to be a servant leader and I aspire to be a servant leader just like he was. You know, the Lord puts people in your life for different reasons and I firmly believe that he put Jody in my life to teach me how to be a servant leader. So for that, I say thank you. I ask that you keep the Bowman family in your prayers this week and for weeks to come. It's going to be a struggle and it's going to be hard for them. But Miss Gilda, I want you to know you and your whole family, we love you, we're here for you, and we're praying for you. Now, if you will, join me in song as we worship the Lord together. There is beyond the azure blue a God
Heritage Church family, thank you for being here today. I appreciate Brandon Wright welcoming everyone today. We were looking forward to the Lord's Supper and every one of you are, even though you're not next to each other, I know that in heart and in spirit that you are thinking of someone else just for just a moment, think of anyone that you normally speak to at worship on Sunday morning. And just think of that individual, that person is watching right now. And we are glad that we are gathered together. I want you to turn in your Bibles to Philippians chapter three. Philippians three, begin with verse seven in just a moment. We're gonna be reading from the English Standard Version. Let me just tell you that I feel happy today and I feel thankful. I'm not happy about the death of Jody Bowman. I am not thankful that he has died. But on the other hand, I am proud. I'm proud of the life of Jody Bowman, and I'm thankful that I got to know him and all that he taught me. And I'm also happy, happy for his family that they know exactly where he is at the right hand of the Lord Jesus Christ. So in that vein, let's listen to Philippians 3. As we look at this lesson today, to know the Lord, Paul writes, but whatever gain I had, I count it as loss for the sake of Christ. Indeed, I count everything as loss because of the surpassing worth of knowing Christ Jesus, my Lord. For his sake, I've suffered the loss of all things and count them as rubbish in order that I may gain Christ and be found in him, not having a righteousness of my own that comes from the law, but that which comes through faith in Christ the righteousness from my God that depends on faith, that I may know him and the power of his resurrection and may share in his sufferings, becoming like him in his death, that by any means possible, I may attain the resurrection from the dead. I want you to look at verse 10 very carefully. Paul says that, that word that he uses right there. Note the word that that I may know him. The word that is the deepest word in all of this reading because you know what? That's, that's Paul's goal in life. This is what he is all about. Let me ask you about your that. What is it that you hold above everything else that you have as a goal in your life? You haven't attained it yet. And he, Paul says that I might do what? He says that I may know him. That's what he's all about. I want to know Christ. I know that there are people right now as we study this passage from Philippians 3, and you have a that. It's called get out of debt. I am looking forward to the time that I have no debt whatsoever. Or another family maybe is thinking, our that is to travel to all 50 states of the United States. We, we want to see this great country. Oh, that, that's a good that. Somebody else's that is that, that I get a college degree. Well, you have a lot of work to do in order to get that. Or maybe you want to go beyond that and get a doctorate in your field of study. Or maybe you want to go to med school. I want to, I, more than anything else, that I may graduate a medical expert and save people's lives. But Paul says his that is that I may know him and the power of his resurrection and may share his sufferings, becoming like him in his death. 
Folks, Paul did not want to lose 25 pounds. Some of you, that's your that. You, more than anything else, that you might lose 25 pounds. I want you to notice that all of the that's that we have brought up, they are all expensive. All of them take time and energy and sacrifice and money. You know what Paul says here, is, here for his sake, that is for Christ's sake, I've suffered the loss of all things and count them as rubbish. Do you remember what Paul's name used to be? He used to be Saul of Tarsus. Saul of Tarsus had a very lucrative tent building business. He apparently had lots and lots of money, but something happened to him on the road to Damascus as he was going north from Jerusalem up to Damascus, Syria. He wanted to persecute Christians there, Jewish people who had become Christians. And this bright light that shined on him enamored Saul. It changed his, it changed his name for one thing. He's no longer Saul of Tarsus. Now he is just Paul. The light shattered Saul's life, changed him forever. He'll never go back to being Saul of Tarsus. Paul started shelling out money that he had saved up, building his tent building business. Think of how he went around trying to find young men to preach the gospel. He paid them, he hired them, he trained them to use Old Testament scriptures to preach. Look at verses eight and nine in your reading there of Philippians three. Paul says, in order that I may gain Christ and be found in him, not having a righteousness of my own that comes from the law, but that which comes through faith in Christ, the righteousness from God that depends not on my righteousness, but it depends on faith. What is your that? That I may gain what? Fill in that blank for just a moment. Folks, it's time for us at Heritage to challenge the lethargy attitude of sitting back and doing nothing. We need to employ ourselves in the body of Christ here at Heritage Church. Next Sunday, Chad Hedgepath, our other minister, our other preaching minister is going to do exactly that. But today we're talking about how, how can I know the Lord and the power of his resurrection? I want, to, I want you to ask yourself a question. Why don't I know the Lord better? What's standing in the way of my knowing the Lord? Folks, it's time for us to cultivate, cultivate a deep desire to know Christ better. You know what Moses did after he had been working with God and leading the Israelites? The Bible tells us that one day Moses asked God, he said, God, I want to see your glory. In other words, exactly what Paul said, I want to know Christ. I want to know the power of his resurrection. I want to know him. I want him in my life. Well, that's what Moses did in Exodus 33, verses 18 and 19. Moses said, please, God, show me your glory. And God said, I'll make all my goodness pass before you and will proclaim before you my name, the Lord. Folks, God wants us to be near him. He wants us to seek his face. He wants us to seek after the Lord Jesus Christ, to have him in our lives. Folks, we need to be tired of having a shallow relationship with Christ. Just maybe 15, 20 minutes listening to a sermon on Sunday morning and that's it. That's the extent of my Christianity. You know what 
the psalmist in Psalm 42, he said, as a deer pants for water, so I thirst for you, O God. He says, my thirst is for the living God. When shall I come and appear before God? Here it is again. I want to see God. I want him in my life. You know, most of us are not concerned. Most human beings are not concerned with God. They don't even know him. People today are more interested in a paycheck or their sports teams or things of this world or being comfortable or earning lots of money or doing a big deal. That, in our reading here, he says, not having a righteousness of my own that comes from the law, but that which comes through faith in Christ the righteousness that comes from God and depends on faith. You remember in John 14, Jesus was asked the same question by the apostle Philip. Philip said to the Lord, Lord, show us the Father and that'll be enough for us. And Jesus said to him, have I been so long with you, Philip, that you still don't know me? Whoever has seen me has seen the Father. How can you say, show us the Father? Folks, when you know Jesus Christ, you're going to know his Father, and you're also going to know the Holy Spirit, the three of them. Having one face on earth, his name was Jesus Christ of Nazareth. I want you to notice Paul didn't say, so that I can believe the Lord or believe in him. Folks, I'm not talking about finding a higher power. That's not what this is about. This is about knowing Jesus Christ This is not talking about angels or spiritual beings or ghosts. My question is, how real is Jesus to you? When you read the Bible, can you hear the voice of the Lord Jesus Christ beckoning you? I know you've never heard his voice, but do you have that intimate relationship with him? Do you feel like that you can just go to Jesus and talk to him at any time and lay all of your problems there before him? In other words, how real is Jesus to you? Folks, I can hear the Lord speak when I read this book, the Bible. Today, as we close, I don't think I have ever considered why in the world, why my wife married me. She could have done so much better with other people. That's my estimation, but I know that's wrong. She chose me. I wish I could stand here and say, Barbara married me because I have millions of dollars in the bank and I don't have to worry about that. Or in college, when she met me, I was an academic whiz. I was smart off the charts. No, I was not that, certainly. And also my athletic abilities in college, I was not a great baseball player. I didn't attract her because I could shoot a basket in, in basketball in college. But you know what? Barbara wanted to get into my life. In fact, all that she ever wanted is for me to know her better. She said, Steve, I married you because you listened to me. Let me repeat that. She said, you listened to me. And then she turned to me and she said, Steve, I want you to know me. I want to build my life around Steve Blackman. Folks, this morning, that's exactly what God is asking of you. He wants you to come to him. 
He wants you to build, to let him build his kingdom up in your life and in my life. Folks, that's what God wants from you and me right now, to know him, to build everything in our lives around him. And this morning, if you're in any way subject to the invitation of Jesus, this is a good time for you to pick up the phone and call Steve Blackman at 615-423-2671. Call. Let's talk. Let's talk about God's wanting you to come into his son, Jesus Christ. Who has held the oceans in his hands? Who has numbered every grain of sand? Kings and nations tremble at his voice. All creation rises to See you.
Please bow with me as we take the cup. Our Father in heaven, we come before you again as we take this cup that represents the blood of Jesus Christ. Father, we thank you for him shedding that blood for the forgiveness of our sins and for a new covenant between us and our Father in heaven. Father, let us do this in a pleasing manner to you. It's in Jesus Christ's name we pray. Amen. We have concluded our Lord's Supper, and now would be the time we would have our offering. Since we can't be together, we still need to meet the needs of those in the church as well as the community and surrounding areas. If you would, I'd like for you to give out of the desires of your heart, and there are two ways that you can do this. One is you can mail in a check to Heritage Church of Christ at 1056 Lewisburg Pike, Franklin, Tennessee, 37064. Or you can go online at our website and there's a link there that you can click on and also give as well. If you would, I'd like to pray over our offering. Please bow with me. Our Heavenly Father, we're so thankful that you give us the many blessings that you do and that these blessings can be used to help others. Father, I ask that you be with all those, that you touch their heart and help them give in a meaningful way, knowing that they're helping the church to help others and providing the service the Lord would like. Father, all these things I ask through Jesus Christ. Amen.
you pray with me, please? Heavenly Father, we approach you at the end of this service, grateful for the opportunity to worship you once again in spirit and in truth. We ask your blessings on this church as we go through this difficult time, having lost a dear brother in Christ and having to deal with the pandemic at the same time. We will miss Brother Jody greatly as we carry on the work of this congregation of which he was such a significant part. We ask for your blessings on his family as they deal with their lives without him. But at the same time, we rejoice with the angels that another saint has joined the heavenly band. Forgive us when we do wrong and be with us this week. In Jesus' name, amen.